Okay, we'll wait for a couple of minutes. Maybe one of you can post a message on the group that uh, we are able to start.
Hare Krishna Prabhuji and Mataji. I'm sorry, I was speaking with the uh, chairman of ISKCON's uh, ISKCON India Advisory Council. <clears throat> so for a change, I waited for all of you today. <laughs> Normally, you are the ones who wait. So, and I thought it is too abnormal. I will make you guys wait again. Okay. Om Ajnana Thumiram Dasya Jnana Anjana Shalakya Takshun Milita Mihata Smai Shri Gurave Namaha. So we'll start with the story of Bakasura, the pastime of Krishna killing Bakasura. We briefly read about it. Uh, uh, I think we read about it yesterday when we discussed uh, the pastime earlier, which is uh, we discussed Bakasura. Then yes, it comes together. We're probably in the same chapter. Yeah. So maybe you can start, uh, uh, Nidhivan Radhika Mataji, you can start reading. Yes, Prabhuji Hare Krishna. When all... One day, all the cowherd boys went to the bank of the river Yamuna to water their calves. When the calves drank water from the Yamuna, the boys also drank. After drinking... When they were sitting on the bank of the river, they saw a huge animal which looked something like a heron and was as big as a hill. Its top was as strong as a thunderbolt. When they saw that unusual animal, they became afraid of it. The name of this beast was Bakasura and he was a friend of Kamsa's. He appeared on the scene suddenly and immediately attacked Krishna with his pointed sharp beak and quickly swallowed him up. When Krishna was thus swallowed, all the boys headed by Balram became almost breathless as if they had died. But when Bakasura demon was swallowing up Krishna, he felt a burning fiery sensation in his throat. This was due to the glowing effulgence of Krishna. The demon quickly threw Krishna up and tried to kill him by pinching him with his beak. Bakasura did not know that although Krishna was playing the part of the child of Nand Maharaj, he was still the original father of Lord Brahma original father of Lord Brahma, the creator of the universe. Mother Yashoda's child, who is the reservoir of pleasure for the demigods and who is maintainer of the saintly persons, caught hold of the great gigantic heron by the two halves of his beak and before his cowherd boyfriends bifurcated his mouth, just as a child very easily splits the blade of a blade of grass. From the sky, the denizens of heavenly planets showered flowers like Malika, the most fragrant of all flowers, as a token of their congratulations. Accompanying the, flowers of, accompanying the showers of flowers was a vibration of bugles, drums, and conch shells. Bugles, bugles, bugles. Bugles, drums, and conch shells. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. Rahul, you can read the next paragraph. Hare Krishna. When the boys saw the showering of flowers and heard the celestial sounds, they were struck with wonder. And when they saw Krishna free from the mouth of great demon Bakasura, all of them, including Balram, were so pleased that it seems as if they have regained their very source of life. As soon as they saw Krishna coming towards them, they one after another embraced the son of Nanda and held him to their chest. After this, they assembled all the calves under their charge and began to return home. Hare Krishna. Uh, Hari Hara, you can read the next paragraph. Yes, When they arrived home, they spoke of the wonderful activities of the son of Nanda. When the gopis and cowherd men all heard the story from the boys, they felt great happiness because naturally they loved Krishna. And by hearing about his glories and victorious activities, they became still more affectionate toward him. Thinking that child Krishna had been saved from the mouth of death, they looked upon his face and with great love, with great love and affection. They were full of anxiety and could not turn their faces from the vision of Krishna. The gopis and the men began to converse among themselves about how wonderful it was that child Krishna had been attacked in so many ways and so many times by so many demons, and yet the demons themselves had been killed. 
and Krishna had remained uninjured. They continued to converse amongst themselves about how so many great demons in such fierce bodies had attacked Krishna to kill him, but by the grace of Hari, had not been able to cause even a slight injury. Rather, they had died like small flies in a fire. Thus, they remembered the words of Gargamuni, who had foretold by dint of his vast knowledge of the Vedas and astrology that this boy would be attacked by many demons. Now, they were actually seeing that this was coming true word for word. Hmm. The powerful men, including Nantakaranja, used to talk of the wonderful activities of Lord Krishna and Balarama, and they were always so much absorbed in those talks that they forgot to creep the miseries of this material existence. This is the effect of Krishna consciousness. What was enjoyed 5,000 years ago by Narada Maharaja can still be enjoyed by Krishna conscious persons simply by talking about the transcendental pastimes of Krishna and his associates. In this way, Balarama and Krishna enjoyed their childhood pastimes imitating Lord Ramachandra's monkeys who constructed the bridge over the ocean and Hanuman who jumped over the water to Ceylon. They used to imitate such pastimes among their friends and so happily passed their childhood life. Thus ends the Bhakti Vedanta purport of the 11th chapter of Krishna, killing the demons Vatasura and Bakasura. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Thanks. So, um, Bakasura represents cunning duplicity. They call it Bagula Dhyana. You got a crane that is standing with one leg uh, up. It's almost like a yogic posture. I'm almost meditating. At the moment, there is a fish coming below. It just quickly gets down and picks it up. This is an example of duplicity. The duplicity is sadhu. The Bhagavad Gita talks about in the third chapter, Karmendriyani Samyamme Eyaste Manasasmaran Indriyatan Vimudhatman Nityacharasa Uchyate One who is... Uh, controlling the senses of uh, action and uh, all the while meditating on sense enjoyment. He's called a mithyachara, a duplicitous person. <clears throat> so in many ways, the, uh, the heron or the stork or the crane, Prabhupada's earlier version of Krishna book says duck, like a duck. So the later edition talks about uh, like a heron. Uh, so this is also deceptive behavior and hypocrisy, the outward manifestation of a false lifestyle of cheating activities. So while we are a sadhaka told that fake it till you make it, I mean, till the time you become completely accomplished in the process of devotion service, you may at least pretend to do so. But what matters is the consciousness behind the activity, not just the activity per se. So the activity has to be sincere, not be duplicitous. Now, according to the Brahma Vaivarta Purana, in the last life, Bhakasura was Suhotra, a Gandharva, the disciple of, uh, of uh, Durvasa Muni. So he had three other, uh, he had uh, other brothers, they are Pralambasura and Keshi. So, what a family, huh? And uh, so they performed uh, austerities in Pushkara Tirtha. So once the three of them were pick up, picking up uh, lotuses in the Chitra Sarovara, which is a lake, they wanted to pick flowers to offer Krishna. But then what happened was uh, the followers of uh, Lord Shiva, they were arrested. Um, they arrested them. And they presented them before Lord Shiva. Of course, Lord Shiva was very respectful. He received them very nicely. Uh, not respectful really, but he was here received it very nicely. And then I told them that he had promised Parvati that he would uh, curse anyone who took lotuses from that lake. Because she had taken a vow that there are uh, of uh, 
for 100 days she will offer every day 1000 lotuses to krishna and there were total 100000 lotuses so there were exactly 100000 but now from that these people have picked some lotuses so now it is mentioned that they had to appear as demons uh, but then they were killed by krishna and liberated so that is a much most critical point so they got an opportunity to get liberated by krishna himself agasura uh, sorry bakasura pralambasura and keshi these were the three demons who were originally brothers in previous birth now from like you almost say agasura bakasura they sound like rhyming but uh, and of course to some extent the what they represent is also similar now agasura he represents uh, the mentality of cruelty to others uh, and also violence causing uh, difficulty to others out of envy you know naturally no they say as envious as a snake so naturally he was in the form of a huge serpent so this is an attitude this attitude such an attitude is an offense against the chanting of the holy name so now this is very interesting for all of you this will also reflect in the form of an unwillingness to help other living beings by giving them krishna consciousness violence means to not preach non violence means to preach real real ahimsa ahimsa paramo dharma dese but sai bhumsam paro dharma eto bhakti radokshite real paro dharma is performing devotion to the supreme lord and encouraging other people to perform krishna consciousness that is the greatest welfare activity and that is the greatest form of non violence so so these sort of anarthas will go away once we read this pastime of agasura demon being killed so cruelty to others violence causing difficulty to others out of envy and it's also like uh, an offense to the holy name now as per the garga samhita agasura in his previous uh, birth was shankhasura I means not like he had a great birth before he was an asura then also uh, he was agha a son of shankhasura he had a very attractive body so he was very proud of it so when you have attractive bodies don't be proud of it <laughs> one time he saw ashtavakra ashtavakra is a muni who is curved at eight uh, parts ashtavakra vakra means curve and so his body was disfigured so he laughed at him he made fun of him saying who is this ugly person he laughed at ashtavakra so this sage cursed him to become the ugliest snake on earth then agha then fell at his feet and he begged for mercy so the sage blessed him that he would be delivered by lord krishna that's how it happened so then in another ways i was wondering how all these people getting repeatedly cursed one way or the other the fact of the matter is that you know when an adversity befalls us we really don't know it may actually be accelerating our progress towards krishna and that is the essence of our existence to progress towards krishna on the way to krishna as i say uh, so in many ways uh, so bakasura represents deceit and uh, and duplicitousness and agasura represents cruelty violence and uh, envy in one sense uh, out of envy so by studying this past times for sure we can overcome the anartha of course best would be if you of course you read krishna books and try try your best to read from uh, uh, the shrimad bhagavatam for the relevant portion also uh, a huge purport so we can read it for the info information all of you uh, um 7 o'clock i have got the service of uh, leading damodar ashtagam in the temple hall and uh, hopefully if i get the chance i'll probably be follow it up with uh, gopi git so if any of you wants to tune into iskondeli.com please feel free to and uh, harihara maybe you can try to or rahul one of you maybe you can try to see if you can record these two huh? because i would like to hear how it is yes sir 
I don't want like too much publicity. It's basically for I myself want to hear how it is. I'm not. I don't rate myself very high as a kirtaniya, but uh, it will be useful to hear because it's uh, always room for improvement. Okay, so Devdasi Mataji, you can start reading. Once the Lord decided to go early in the morning with all his covered boyfriends to the forest, where they were to assemble together and take lunch. As soon as he got up from bed, he blew his buffalo horn, bugle, and called all his friends together. Keeping the cows before them, they started for the forest in a great position. In this way, Lord Krishna assembled thousands of his boyfriends. They were each equipped with a stick, flute, and horn, as well as a lunch bag, and each of them were taken care of thousands of cows. All the boys appeared very jolly and happy in that excursion. Each and every one of them, including Krishna, was attentive to his personal calves as he herded them in the different place in the forest. The boys were fully decorated with various kinds of golden ornaments, yet out of sporting propensities, they began to pick up flowers, leaves, twigs, peacock feathers and red clay from different places in the forest and further decorate themselves in different ways. While passing through the forest, one boy stole another boy's lunch package and passed it to a third. And when the boy whose lunch package was stolen came to know of it, he tried to take it back. The boy who had it threw it to another boy. This sportive playing went on amongst the boys as childhood pastimes. Thank you, Prabhuji. Thanks. Vikas Prabhu. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. When Lord Krishna went ahead to a distant place in order to see some specific scenery, the boys behind him ran to try to catch up and be the first to touch him. So there was a great competition. One, one would say, I will go there and touch Krishna and another would say, oh, you cannot go. I'll touch Krishna first. Some of them played on their flutes or vibrated bugles made of uh, buffalo horn. Some of them gladly followed the peacocks and imitated the sounds of cuckoo. While the birds were flying in the sky, the boys ran, ran after the birds, shadow along the ground and tried to follow their exact courses. Some of them went to the monkeys and silently sat down by, the, by them, and some of them imitated the dancing of the peacocks. Some of them caught monkeys by the tail and played with them, and when the monkeys jumped into a tree, the boys followed when a monkey showed its face and the teeth, a boy imitated and showed his teeth to the monkey. Some of the boys played with the frogs on the bank of Emuna, and when out of fear, the frogs jumped into the water, the boys immediately dove in after them. And when the boys came out of water and saw their own shadows, they would stand imitating, making caricatures and laughing. They would also go to an empty well and make loud sounds, and when the echo came back, they would call it ill names and laugh. Hare Krishna. So funny. Sita Sevika Mataji. Hare Krishna Prabhuji. As stated personally by the Supreme Personality of Godhead in the Bhagavad Gita, he is, he is realized proportionately by transcendentalist as Brahman, Paramatma and the Supreme Personality of Godhead here in confirmation of the same statement, Lord Krishna who awards the impersonalist the pleasure of Brahman realization by his uh, his bodily effulgence 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 also gives uh, pleasure to the devotees at the Supreme Pers Personality of Godhead. Those who are under the spell of the external energy Maya take him only as a beautiful child, yet he gave full transcendental pleasure to the co cowherd boys who played with him. Only after <clears throat> accumulating heaps of pious activities were those boys promoted to personally associate with the Supreme Personality of Godhead who can estimate the transcendental fortune of the, of the residents of Vrindavan. They were personally seeing the Supreme Personality of Godhead face to face. He, he whom many yogis cannot find even after undergoing several 
austerities although he is sitting within their heart <clears throat> hearts this is confirmed in the brahm sahita one may search for uh, for krishna the supreme personality of god at through the pages of the vedas and upanishads but it is difficult to find him there however one who is enough to associate with the devotee can see the supreme personality of god face to face after accumulating pious activities in many many previous lives the coward boys were seeing krishna face to face and playing with him as friends they could not understand that krishna is the supreme personality of godhead but they were playing as intimate friends with intense love love for him hari krishna thank you sachipriya bro is prabhu when lord krishna was enjoying his childhood pastime with his boyfriends agasura the demon became one agasura demon became very impatient one agasura demon became very impatient he was unable to tolerate seeing krishna play so happily and therefore he appeared before the boys intending to kill them all the agasura was so dangerous that he even that even the denizens of the heaven were afraid of him although the denizens of heaven drank nectar daily to uh, prolong their lives they were afraid of agasura and were wondering when will the demon be killed the denizens used to drink nectar to become immortal but actually they were not confident of their immortality on the other hand the boys who were playing with krishna had no fear of the demons they were f- uh, free of fear any material in arrangements for protecting oneself from the death is always unsure if one is in krishna consciousness then the immortality is confidently assured <laughs> sajipriya it is immortality I, I, did i say it in morality or something else you're in morality <laughs> okay what a meaning <laughs> yes yes okay the fun never stops okay okay yeah. go ahead uh, next para uh, just take it up i can't read uh, Sure. Rahul, yeah, okay. no, you can take it up. Rahul, take up the prayer. Prabhuji. The demon Agasura appeared before Krishna and his friends. Prabhuji. Sorry, Prabhuji. Did you read already? Yes, Prabhuji. <laughs> I didn't ask you to read. I asked you to take up the paragraph. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm clear. If you use Ritika with you, you can make her read. Yes, Prabhuji. The demon Agasura appeared before Krishna and his friends. Agasura happened to be the younger brother of Bhutna and Bakasura and he thought Krishna has killed my brother and sister now i shall kill him along with his friends and calves with all his friends with all his friends and calves agasura was instigated by kamsa so he had come with determination agasura also thought that when he would offer grains and water in the memory of his brother and sister and kill krishna and all the cowherd boys then automatically all the inhabitants of rindavan would die generally for the householders the children are the life and breath force when all the children die then naturally the parents also die on account of strong affection for them hari krishna kanchana varana mathi hari krishna ko agasura thus deciding to kill all the inhabitants of rindavana expanded himself by the yogic siddhi called mahima the demons are generally expert in achieving almost all kinds of mystic powers in the yoga system by the perfection called mahima siddhi one can expand himself as he desires the demon agasura expanded himself up to 8 miles and assumed the shape of a very fat serpent having attained this wonderful body he stretched his mouth open just like a mountain cave desiring to swallow all the boys at once including krishna and balarama he sat on the path the demon the demon in the uh, shape of a- let, let someone else read now radhanaga mata you read hari krishna mati the demon in the shape of a big fat serpent expanded his lips from land to sky his lower lip was touching the ground and his upper lip was touching the clouds his jaws appeared like a big mountain cave without limitation and his teeth appeared just like mountain summits 
His tongue appeared to be a broad traffic way and he was breathing just like a hurricane. His eyes were blazing like fire. At first, the boys thought that the demon was a statue. But after examining it, they saw that it was a big serpent lying down on the road and widening his mouth. The boys began to talk among themselves. Dear friends, this figure appears to be a great animal and he is sitting in such a posture just to swallow us all. Just see, it is not a big snake that has widened his mouth to eat all of us. Hare Krishna. One of them said, yes, what you say is true. The animal's upper lip appears to be just like the sunshine and its lower lip is just like the reflection of red sunshine on the ground. Dear friends, just look to the right and left hand side of the mouth of the animal. Its mouth appears to be like a big mountain cave and its height cannot be estimated. The chin is also raised just like a mountain summit. That long highway appears to be its tongue and inside the mouth it is as dark as in a mountain cave. The hot wind that is blowing like a hurricane is his breathing and the fishy bad smell coming out from his mouth is the smell of his intestines. Hare Krishna Prabhuji. Then they further consulted among themselves. If we all at one time entered into the mouth of this great serpent, how could it possibly swallow all of us? And even if it were allowed, if it were to swallow us, all of us at once, it could not swallow Krishna. Krishna will immediately kill him as he did Bakasura. Talking in this way, all the boys looked at the beautiful lotus-like face Did we lose her? Hare Krishna. Yeah. I, will, I just, probably me, I don't know. I just lost the last line. Uh, they also marched forward and entered the mouth of the gigantic serpent. No, I'm saying, uh, I heard till talking in uh, in this way, all the boys looked at the beautiful looked lotus. Looked at the beautiful lotus-like face of Krishna and they all began to clap and smile. And so they marched forward and entered the mouth of the gigantic serpent. Mm. Meanwhile, Krishna, who is a super soul within everyone's heart, could understand that the big statuesque figure was a demon. The boys did not know this, however. And thus, while Krishna was planning how to stop the destruction of his intimate friends, all the boys, along with the calves, entered the mouth of the serpent. But Krishna did not enter. The demon was evading Krishna's entrance, and he was thinking, everyone has entered except Krishna. Was killed my brother and sister. Uh, you remember Srila Prabhupada mentioning it and quoted by my spiritual master in one of his lectures. All these Rajavasis, they have no anxiety. They, all these boys, they happily entered the mouth of the demon. No anxiety. But Krishna has so much anxiety for the Rajavasis. He wants to protect them. So he was feeling so anxious. Uh, you can take up uh, the paragraph, uh, Rahul. Okay, Rahul. Uh, Makka, you want to read? Yes, I'll. Krishna has the assurance of safety to everyone. But when he saw that his friends were already out of his hands and were lying within the belly of a great serpent, he became momentarily aggrieved. He was also struck with wonder at how the external energy worked so wonderfully. He then began to consider how he could kill the demon and at the same time save the boys and cows. Although there was no factual concern on Krishna's part, he was thinking like that. Finally, after some deliberation, he also entered the mouth of the demon. When Krishna entered, all the demigods who had gathered to see the fun and who were hiding within the clouds expressed their feelings with the words, alas, alas. At the same time, all the friends of Agasura, especially Kamsa, who were all accustomed to eating flesh and blood, expressed their jubilation, understanding that Krishna had also entered the mouth of the demon. Hare Krishna. What happened? The para is over, right? 
No, yeah, no, no. I, I clicked on something else. Went out, went out of the window. Uh, the demigods became overwhelmed with joy and showered flowers on the supreme personality of God at Krishna, and thus they worshipped him. The denizens of heaven danced in jubilation, and the denizens in Gandharva Loka offered various kinds of prayers. Drummers beat drums in jubilation. The Brahmanas recited Vedic hymns, and all the devotees of the Lord chanted the. There's one more param. before this, while the demon was trying to. Oh, that is the main thing. How do we miss it? Yeah, you read it, Vaishma Mantri. While the demon was trying to smash Krishna and his companions, Krishna heard the demigods crying, Alas, alas! And he immediately began to expand himself within the throat of the demon. Although he had a gigantic body, the demon choked by the expanding of Krishna. His big eyes moved violently and he quickly suffocated. His life air could not come out from any source and ultimately it burst out of a hole in the upper part of his skull. Thus his life air passed off. After the demon was dead, Krishna, with his transcendental glance alone, brought all the boys and calves back to consciousness and came with them out of the mouth of the demon. While Krishna was within the mouth of Agasura, the demon's spirit's soul came out like a dazzling light, illuminating all directions and waited in the sky. As soon as Krishna came out of the mouth of the demon with his calves and friends, a glittering, effulgent light immediately merged into the body of Krishna within the vision of all the demons. Hey, Krishna. So that, after that is a paragraph that I read. And just go down. So, uh, okay. Sachipripa, we can read the next two paragraphs. Sachipri Prabhu, are you there? I'm reading on the mute. As usual. Yeah. When Lord Brahma heard those auspicious vibrations which sounded throughout the higher planetary system, he became he immediately came out, came down to see what happened. He saw the demon was killed and was struck with wonder as the uncommon glories of pastime of personality of Godhead at the uncommon way. The gigantic, gigantic mouth of the demon remained in an open position for many days and gradually dried up. It remained a spot of pleasure, a spot of pleasure pastime for all the cowherd boys. Dev Dasamata, you can break. Hare Krishna the killing of Agastra took place when Krishna and all his boyfriends were under five years old. Children under five years old are called Kaumara. From five years up to the tenth year, they are called Pauganda. And from the tenth year to the fifteenth year, they are called Kaishora. After the fifteenth year, boys are called youths. For one year, there is no notation of the incident of the Agastra demon in the village of Raja. But when the boys attained their sixth year, they found their parents of the incidents of the incident with great Thank you. Okay, you, you can read this paragraph. Krishna? You told me? Yeah. yeah. For Sri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is greater than such demigods as Lord Far Brahma, greater than. Far greater than who is far greater than such demigods as Lord Brahma, it is not at all difficult to award one the opportunity of merging with his eternal body. This he awarded to Agasura. Agasura was certainly the most sinful living entity and it is not possible for the sinful to merge into the existence of the absolute truth. But in this particular case, because Krishna entered into Agasura's body, the demon became fully cleansed of all sinful reactions. Persons constantly thinking of the eternal form of the Lord in the shape of the deity 
or in the shape of a mental form are awarded the transcendental benediction of entering into the kingdom of god and associating with the supreme personality of godhead so we can just imagine the elevated position of someone like agasura into whose body the supreme personality of godhead krishna personally entered great sages meditators and devotees constantly keep the form of the lord within their heart uh, or they see the deity form of the lord in the temples in that way they become liberated from all material contamination and at the end end of the body enter into the kingdom of god this perfection is possible simply by keeping the form of the lord within the mind but in this case of agasura the supreme personality of god had personally entered agasura's entered agasura's position was therefore greater than the ordinary devotees or the greatest yogis hari mm-hmm. krishna Maharaj Parikshit was engaged in hearing the transcendental passing of Lord Krishna, who saved the life of Maharaj Parikshit while he was in the womb of his mother. Became more and more interested to hear about him, and thus he questioned the sage Shukadev Goswami, who was reciting Shrimad Bhagavatam before the king. King Parikshit was a bit astonished to understand that the killing of Agasura demon was not discussed for one year until after the boys attained the Pauganda age. Maharaj Parikshit was very inquisitive to learn about this, for he was sure that such an incident. was due to the working of krishna's different energies swadhyay prabhu yes prabhu ji hari krishna prabhu ganat pran rasper shall read prabhu ji yeah generally the kshatriyas or the administrative class are always busy with their political affairs and they have very little chance to hear about the transcendental pastimes of lord krishna but while parikshit maharaja was hearing these transcendental pastimes he considered himself to be very fortunate because not only was he hearing krishna's pastimes but he was doing so from sukadev goswami the greatest authority on srimad bhagavatam thus being requested by maharaja parikshit sukadev goswami con- continued to speak about the transcendental pastimes of lord krishna in the matter of his form qualities fame and paraphernalia Thus ends the Bhakti Vedanta purport of the twelfth chapter of Krishna, the killing of the Agasura demon. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. So there are a couple of points, actually more than a couple of points. One, of course, is the fact that we discussed that the Vrajavasis they are not so anxious about any danger because they know Krishna will protect them. The third symptom of surrender is that Raksha Satyati Vishwasa, or like Sila Bhakti Nathakur writes, Avasya Rakhi by Krishna Vishwasa Bala. Krishna will definitely save us. For sure, he will save us. That kind of confidence they have. So there are no anxiety. Conversely, the only anxiety they have is about the security of Krishna. Like when they some of them saw that Krishna had entered into the mouth of the stock demon Bakasura, many of them fainted. They were totally perplexed because for them, Krishna is everything. Their life and soul, their life air is Krishna. so they have no anxiety for themselves and that's the quality of a pure devotee is no personal anxiety the only anxiety is for him to please krishna and guru and so the devote these cowherd boys innocent and unassuming knowing that it is an animal walked into the mouth they knew okay if it is not an animal then there's no problem if it is an animal krishna will protect anyway so let's go in <laughs> and krishna of course had immense anxiety all his friends walking into the mouth of uh, agasura he knew it was a demon so that's the greatness of the uh, rajavasis there is a very famous prayer shukadev goswami says in 10th canto ittam satam brahma sukhana buddhya dasyam gatanam paradevatanam maya svitanam naratarakena sakam vijakaru kritapunya punja that's a part, part that is mentioned in this uh, purport of agasura so these boys krita punya punjaha punya punja means it is like a capital that has been built by accumulated piety you built a capital in the bank or corpus they must have accumulated so much piety that it became mature and they got the opportunity to play with the supreme brahman the supreme personality of godhead they're playing with him as friends like we read like we read uh, yesterday they threatened krishna that okay if you don't play with us now tomorrow we will not include in the game and so krishna got scared so just see how great his personalities are so fortunate to play with krishna they playing kabaddi with him 
Krishna loses, then Krishna will have to carry him on his shoulder. So, so such fortunate uh, people, that's a great Rajavasis. And uh, so this is one thing. So Yamuna, my mother, you there? Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Hanji, Prabhuji. You please look for this verse in Srimad Bhagavatam and post it. It starts with Ittam Satam Brahma Sukhanabhutya. Ittam Satam. Hmm? You can post that shloka with the translation and purport. It's a very powerful uh, verse. Okay, fine. Yeah. Hare Krishna. Okay, Prabhus and Mataji's questions, comments for these two and anything else related. Prabhuji, I have a doubt, Prabhuji. Yeah. Prabhuji, in this uh, in the, uh, story of uh, Aghasura, yeah. after Aghasura, uh, Krishna has killed him. Yeah. The effulgent light of Agasura soul yeah. entered into the body of Krishna. How to yeah. understand this? This is Sahaja Mukti. Like Shishupala also, same thing happens if you read uh, 10th Canto. The demons yeah. whom Krishna kills, they are often they are awarded Sahaja Mukti. Sahaja Mukti is of two types, either merge into the impersonal Brahman or merge into the physical body of Krishna. So that's a very special benediction. But, but at the, the same time, it is not pure devotees. Devotees don't want to merge into Krishna. Devotees want to serve Krishna. So it in that sense is not the topmost anyway. Because there is eternal relationship with Krishna in that sense. Of course, these are all great personalities. I'm sure they also have spiritual uh, forms. You never know. So I'm not aware of anything else except Garga Samhita does talk about him being a previous demon. Other than that, we don't know about his Swarupa and all that. Who he is. But generally, this is also Sayuja Mukti. Sayuja Mukti is not something the devotees want. They want to remain independent and serve Krishna. Make sense? But, but still, the soul has its own identity. Yeah. Soul has its own identity, but merging into Krishna is something which is very unique. It is awarded to these demons. So will he lose his identity when he merges into Krishna? Ideally, no. Ideally, no. If you merge into Krishna, Krishna can accumulate the whole universe. What is paper about one jiva? Yes, Prabhuji. But anyway, the living entity exists here or anywhere in the world of Krishna. Correct. So when he merges into the body of Krishna, does he have his own independence? I don't know what happens to it. I think one thing we can do is let me just let just see. Let me see. Let me go and see what Krishna Chakrabarti says. Hang on. This is tenth canto. Let me pick it up. Good question, Padaya uh, Prabhu. Uh, I never really thought about it, but the identity part, I just knew, just took it for granted, anyway, the marginal body.
Sridhar Swami says that the effulgence coming out from the python's body became purified and attained the status of Shuddha Sattva. A demon's getting liberation is displayed here to instill faith in people. Though the light of the soul, like the great light of the Parabrahman, is normally invisible, Krishna arranged that the individual effulgence of the soul was visible to everyone to directly show the world the Lord's quality of granting liberation even to a demon. This is Sanatana Goswami's opinion in Vaishnava Toshini. According to verses, later verses 38 and 39, this is verse 33, Agasura attained Sarupya Mukti, a completely spiritual body exactly like that of Vishnu and attained the Lord's above. Therefore, the light which was visible was the light from Agasura's spiritual body, which he attained at that moment. Because his body was spiritual, it could not be seen with material eyes. Agasura entering the Lord's body was just a show, as in the case of Shishupala and Dantavakra. Both Shishupala and Dantavakra attained Sarupya Mukti as eternal associates of the Lord, the former Jayavijaya. When they died, a light from their bodies entered the Lord. This is another opinion about the visibility of the light. This happened in the presence of the demigods, Misatam Divaukasham, who were greatly astonished with the use of the... Okay, Agasura's soul entered Krishna, not caring for the demigods, even though they are present. Very interesting. So I guess that answers you. Yes, Prabhuji. Yes, Prabhuji. Thank you, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. In fact, this was my speculation that later on he was given us his Swarupa, uh, but I did not want to speculate because I didn't remember the shloka. So thanks to you, you gave me an opportunity to look it up. Thank you, Prabhuji, for clarifying your doubt. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I one great thing about me is that I don't need an, I don't need to know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to know where to find it. So because uh, somehow. Knowledge is not what is uh, my strength, but at least I know where to look for things. That, it that you know, it's like a, it is like a fluke. Somehow the other, <laughs> somehow the other, you look 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 for it, you may get it somewhere there. It's called the Bible technique: seek and thou shalt find. But one thing is for sure: if you go to the Acharyas, you'll get all the answers. Like uh, like a new clearly Bhakti. Uh, I mean our. Uh, um, Vishnu Chakuti Thakur has all the answers. If you study Srimad Bhagavatam, na, this specific shloka, I think it will be there. I just went to Saratha Darshini. But it will be there in the Srimad Bhagavatam relevant uh, uh, shlokas. Maybe you can just look for it and post it, if you don't mind. The purport. Yes, Prabhu, they will find it. Bhagavatam. I think it's the 33rd verse of that chapter. Okay, Prabhu. I'll tell you the chapter number also. Hang on. It is uh, 10 point, uh, 12 point, 10 point, 12 point, 33. Thank you, Prabhuji. Yeah. Okay, we'll take one last question because I have to go upstairs. Yes, one. Um, any examples for cruelty due to envy, Nagasura, in, in the current life situations? Cruelty due to envy. Bragari example you heard, no? Yeah, I've read that. Bragari example of uh, he used to uh, uh, kill animals but keep them half killed. Citizen. So, of course, in his case, he was totally ignorant. He had no idea of what was going to happen to them. Um, but in general, all these, you know, all your uh, militant organizations of the world today who kill innocent people just to show their values are that are high. doesn't matter which religion they belong to. They are clear examples of envy. Or nations attacking other nations just to capture them. It's all out of envy. It's clearly, it's envy. If we don't preach, it's envy because we don't want that particular jiva to be liberated, right? So not to preach is envious, enviousness. Strangely, envy is, some people say envy is non-violence, but E-N-V-Y, envy, is opposite of the acronym envy. So E-N-V-Y means violence. 
So those are the day-to-day -day stuff. And uh, frankly speaking, if you don't preach, like I said, if you don't preach, it's envy. Frankly speaking, in our own families, uh, many times uh, people stop uh, devotees from pursuing the devotional processes. Even families, societies in general, or friends, all these people, they stop. At a very abstract level, they are envious of Krishna himself. Because they are fighting for attention with Krishna. They are competing with Krishna. Saying so-and-so should neglect Krishna for my sake. It's envy. Could be anyone. Uh, they could masquerade as anyone. They could masquerade as parents. They could masquerade as consorts or spouses. They could masquerade as children. I know, I, I know a devotee whose uh, uh, child stopped him and said, no, 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 please don't go to the temple. And he was in very big fix. So you never know. They, are, they may be innocent and unsuspecting. They are Svajanakya Dasyu. But if they do it knowingly, it is envy. It's clearly. Anyone who knowingly retards another person's progress towards Krishna is envious. Make sense? Yes. Thank you so much. But then, of course, we should not tomorrow award like what uh, our Hiranya uh, Kashipu and Prahlad Maharaj. That's a clear case of envy. It's a clear case of envy. And day-to-day -day life. Anybody wants to give any day-to-day -day life examples recently? Okay. Um, I have one question. Yeah. Uh, when you were describing, you told that the brothers of Bakasura are Keshi and Pralambasur. A Krishna book, it is written that the brothers of Bakasur and sister of Bakasur was Putna and Nagasur. That is this birth. His previous birth, his name was Suhotra. He was a Gandharva. Then he had two brothers who later on became Pralambasur and Keshadima. Okay, Prabhu. In the, after he became Agasura, in this, in this birth, his brother was Bakasura and sister was Baki or, or Putna. Okay, Prabhuji. Thank you, Prabhuji. Thank you, Prabhuji. Okay, Prabhuji and Mataji, I'm an old man. I'll take time to go up the stairs. So, I'll see you all. Krishna willing. Um, tomorrow, we'll continue uh, with uh, the demons of Vrindavan Leela. I think uh, tomorrow is a very interesting Leela because it answers this question. Because this purport, if you remember, it says that for one year, the boys had nobody asked about what happened to uh, the children, the boys, nobody described about the killing of the Agasura demon to their families. Although the Aga, although they were playing with the uh, Agasura's body, or whatever remained of it. So naturally, Parishit Maharaj was uh, getting curious to know more and more about the pastimes of the Supreme Lord. And then he asked, why is it that for one year it did not happen? And that is answered in the next pastime, which is called Brahma Vimohana Leela. The pastime where Brahma is uh, put into is uh, put into illusion. Of course, the Madhvas they don't recognize uh, this pastime sometimes uh, because Brahma cannot be under illusion. Brahma is the Acharya of the Madhva Sampradaya, Brahma Madhva Sampradaya. But in any case, Sila Prabhupada's presented no purports uh, in the the purports. It's a very powerful verse to study. Powerful. Uh, Past time to study, so please uh, see if we can read it up and come tomorrow. Uh, Krishna willing, we'll try to start on time. Let's see. Oh, yeah, there is a possibility that uh, I'll let you know in the morning. I'm supposed to be delivering a class for the devotees of Ahmedabad. Just check the timing. If it is, uh, I think it's something like 4, four to 4, you know, 445 to 545 or 550, something like that. So I will. Tell you in the morning whether I can deliver the class or I'll share this link and you can attend this class instead. Because it may be a little tough for me to do back-to-back -to -back classes. But we'll see. I'll see how it goes and I'll let you know.
But in any case, you please read up Brahma Vimohan Lila. Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Grantrashiman Bhagavatam ki jai, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare Ram, Hare Ram.